Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. All right, welcome to another episode of the Walking Up Podcast brought to you by Blue Wire Hustle. I am Francisco. I am joined by an awesome guest drafted by the Brewers uh, in the fifth round back in 2019, I believe, uh, yep. right out of high school. How's 18. it going, Justin? 18. 18? Yep. 18. How's it going, brother? Good, good, good. Just hanging out in AZ. Can't complain. Weather's beautiful. Dude, you're out there and it's nice and beautiful. I'm here and it's like snowing and you know, <laughs> I'm here in Wisconsin. The weather is an absolute trip because i just came back from california i was visiting there for a week uh 70 degrees dude rolling in shorts and just chilling so yeah and then i come here and it's snowing yeah that's my host family sent me uh a picture uh i think it was last week it was like negative 10 degrees in appleton or something like that so yeah yeah a good place to be right now but a fun place to be in the summer it's a good place to play yeah no for sure yeah we'll, we'll get into that in a bit uh what have you been up to in this uh this past uh, last couple months, I know you were in Arizona playing, but now what are you up to? Uh, I was in Arizona Fall League for mm-hmm. up, up until Thanksgiving, and then from Thanksgiving till right around early January, I was at, just in, at home in Mooresville, North Carolina, just hanging out with the fam, doing a little work. I took uh, like four weeks off after the Fall League, no throwing, and like mm-hmm. three weeks off of, of like workouts and stuff. Then picked that back up like regular and then just was hanging out with all the buddies during Christmas break when they were home from college and all that. So it was just hanging out, doing nothing. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah, you know, for sure, man. Just enjoying the uh, enjoying the break, I, I bet. Yeah, friends and family. Um, sorry, you cut out there. What'd you say? Oh, I was just saying enjoying friends and family. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, when, you, when uh, you're here there in Arizona now, um, yep. how is it in Arizona? Like, what's the nightlife like? What do you do for fun out there? Um, Scottsdale, Old Town Scottsdale. That that's a that's a good place to be. Uh, just about whenever on the weekends, if, <laughs> if you want to dabble in that stuff. And then if you're a little bit younger, like me, like college age, like Tempe, Mill Ave is a good time for some nightlife as well. But okay, try to try to baseball, but sometimes right, you got to stay focused. You got to stay yeah. focused. Um, yeah. when, when you do go out though, like do you ever drop the, uh, I'm a baseball player line? Uh, I try not to do that, but <laughs> if I'm with some random friends that don't play baseball, so they, they tend to drop that card a lot, but uh, none of my baseball buddies use yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. But I really so it, it, they don't, they don't let all of us know that they use it. So, yeah. So it's <laughs> like your not, your non-baseball friends would be like, yo, let us in, you know, he's a baseball yeah, player. Uh, yeah, my friend here, he plays professional baseball, but yeah, but we try not to do that too much. Just yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Having a good time. Yeah, I don't blame you. All right, well, hey, well, what what got you into baseball? Like, what when did you start playing, and how how that come about? Uh, so I have an, my uh, I have one sibling and my older brother, and uh, he was playing, and I was probably he's five years older than me, so I was probably like three or four, honestly, and I was like, I want to play just like him. I want to be, I want to do the same thing he's doing. So yeah. I started playing, and then. Uh, 
like I, I just like I guess I couldn't get enough of it. I never played another sport really. I played like church basketball when I was like 13 and 14. But besides that, I've only played baseball ever. But I didn't start pitching until I was 13. Like I just like finally got like tall, I guess, and like catching. People started throwing a little harder, and like started hurting my thumb sometimes. And like, oh, you were a catcher? Yeah, I, I only okay. caught until. 12 up until 12 you i'd never even really pitched i played like everywhere else but pitched and like caught for the majority of it and then like when i got home from cooperstown which you do when you're 12 years old mm -hmm. you're familiar with that yeah, but yeah. Uh, i was just like pops like my knees hurt like i'm tall and skinny now like yeah um when these kids throw kind of hard and stuff like i need to do something else and i just like started pitching and I, I went to my first pitching coach and i like we had a fix from like me being like a catcher just like a short arm action like that yeah. and, like finally get like a long one but i i it was i've had like the same mechanics ever since and just been riding with the same stuff so and it's been working dude to get drafted yeah. out of high school yeah yeah something yeah some would say yeah yeah yeah. so uh you went to lake norman or i guess you transferred to lake norman yeah. um was norman. that a was that a baseball school or uh, it was actually it was just like the it, it was my rival high school actually from where i went to high school and um the the high school coach at lake norman was ty wigginton he played in the big leagues for yeah a, i don't know if you and um like the recruiting process like college wise didn't really go like great with my other high school coach so like we just didn't want like me and my family just didn't want that to like happen again so like we just like made like a choice for like i guess my future to like go to where like someone that like had like played pro baseball and mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. would be able to like set open me up. more open more doors for you yeah, yeah yeah basically open more doors just like get me set up for that because i i always really just wanted to play ball i didn't i never really wanted to go to school route yeah. like get the like where i needed to get picked i was definitely getting picked for sure so oh so you never i know well you committed um to uh I'm trying to think, where did you commit? Uh, UNC oh, uh, Wilmington. Yeah, UNC Wilmington. So, uh, were there any other schools hitting you up trying to trying to get you to play for them? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've visited and talked to basically like every big school like in North Carolina, so like State uh, mm -hmm. Carolina. Um, I talked to South Carolina, like, but I, I like I like to be like like wanted by like a, like a staff and like know that i'm gonna like make a presence right when i get there mm -hmm, and stuff mm -hmm. so like and like the pitching coach at wilmington at the time his name was matt williams i think he works at he's either at liberty university now or he's with the padres i'm not too sure where where he's at matt but williams is yeah. is he the uh is he the bench coach for the padres no he was oh he no, was that's that's someone else. pitching coach but oh, pitching coach okay um, I, I really liked him and like, uh, I knew like I would go into like a smaller D one like that. Like I would make like an impact my freshman mm -hmm. year, be able to pitch. So like, I just like that. And everybody in my family was cool with it and yeah, just went with it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so how many like schools did you actually visit? Like, like official visits and all that? 10, 10, maybe 11. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Not as, not as many as some kids, but not. Yeah. Not good, good amount. Yeah, so um, when when you got drafted out of high school, then um, was it like how how hard was that decision to to go to baseball and go right into the minors instead of because um, you already committed? How, how wait when did you commit? Like how old are you or what grade? I was going. I think I was at the 16, 16 U WWBA in Georgia when I committed. So probably fifteen or 16, 15 and a half, right in there. Jeez, 
Yeah. And um, uh. but to to answer your question, yeah. Uh, so MLB does like a scholarship plan thing. I'm not okay. sure what the exact name is for it, but so if you sign out of high school, you like your agent will work out like with inflation and all like prices how like you're going to be playing for a while, mm -hmm. so you're obviously not going to go straight to school. Yeah. But like, and you have like a bank account set up for whenever I get done playing or I could do it right now if I wanted to. But once I get into the money, I only have like a certain amount of years to like finish my schooling where, mm -hmm. they, will, where they will pay for it. But so I have like full school paid for for four years to Wilmington and like like everything included since I signed out of high school. So like that made it a little easier. And just the fact that like I just like really wanted to play ball yeah. like, all the time and focus on that. Like I was just always wanted to be like a big leaguer since i was little so i figured why not just go pro now yeah you you didn't, you didn't want to go do four three four years of school you just wanted to just go jump right in <laughs> just play some ball yeah that's what's up so um how many at your school how many guys were because you had a big league co uh, coach who was in the big leagues how many uh guys in your school were like, committed or uh got drafted like, was uh, it a pretty stacked team yeah i think we had like eight commits i want to say so uh -huh. Six of us were seniors that signed, like, the letter of intent, like, our senior year and everything. So, but, I mean, yeah, we were a pretty stacked team. Like, at one point my senior year, we were ranked, like, on perfect game, like, in the country for, like, best high school teams. And we just – we we lost in this – we were supposed to win states, but, like, some of my teachers that I still keep in, like, in contact with, they'll still, like, message me and be like, you guys you guys ever get those state championship rings you're supposed to get? Just oh, like – But, yeah, we were pretty good, but we, we fell short in the second round. <laughs> wow I gave, I gave up a run in the in the first inning a ball off my foot and the second baseman like was already running up the middle and he so he couldn't adjust back to it and there was a guy on second and he scored and we didn't score a run the rest of the game and I didn't give up another one and we lost one zero jeez that's that's heartbreaking wow yeah it was, tough. It, was it was funny because we lost at Audrey high school which my brother ended his like high school baseball career at the same baseball field in, in the same round of the playoffs and everything Against that same team? Mm hmm Wow. All right. Well, I guess there's some poetry there, I guess. Or yeah, some, however you want to. Juju or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so your team was just absolutely destroying other high schools then. Like, were you just you guys running at the score? Was it just – um, Yeah, we, 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 we won a lot of comfortable games, I would say. But, I mean, we played a couple close games. But we, we put up a lot of runs and didn't give up a lot for sure. And you, you threw a perfect game or a no hit, or was it a no hitter or a perfect game? Uh, that yeah, you threw? my first, my first outing at Lake Norman, I threw a perfect game. That was sick, actually. Yeah. It was yeah. So what, what was that like? Uh, it, it was my first start at Lake Norman at the new school. Yeah. And everybody had like hyped me up since like I'd been there. Like this kid's getting drafted, this that, like uh -huh. he's running that and the other thing. So like, I guess I kind of had like big shoes to fill, and like it, yeah. felt, it felt really cool to like do that and like. It was like all over like social media and stuff. Like people were tweeting about it. Like, I think I had 18 punch outs and uh, like a ground ball to second base and two pop ups to left and on like 89 pitches. So it wasn't bad. Wow. Yeah. So everyone in your school knew you were going to get drafted when you when you're getting there. So were you pretty much like were you like one of the big guys on campus, big kid on campus? <laughs> they, some of, some of my teammates when they would like post Snapchats and stuff of me, they would like refer to me as the big man on campus. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, you got you have big shoes to fill, and you did it. Like you threw a no hit or perfect game in your first game. I mean, how do you? I guess it's kind of hard to start there because now you can only go down, right? Unless you throw yeah. a perfect game. Yeah. yeah but you your your coach was super excited when she's like I, telling everybody to probably around him, like, yeah, this is the guy. I told you we get. Him. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. I, I, 
that my high school Ty actually after that game he was like that was the best like you've ever like ever looked like if you can do that all year like you're you know you'll be real happy with yourself at the end and like I mean I did it for the most part for most of the year but like some of my secondary pitches kind of slacked off and like my biggest outing of that scene that my senior season like we played in the IMG uh like spring break tournament so in Florida, like all the big, big scouts are going to be there. So I think I had like 56 scouts there and like, wow. like probably five or six from each team. Yeah. And I, I did not pitch too hot at all. So, oh, no. so I, don't, I don't know if that played in my favor at all, but it's all good. You, yeah. You got to go through it sometimes. Yeah. And then was that, so did you only play one year, one season there? Like you're, yeah. was that you're just your senior year. Okay. Yeah. At Lake Norman. Wow. And then you, you were, yeah, you guys lost the second round. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. man so how many was that the only year like scouts were looking at you or were they even at your other school were they still kind of um some college scouts and i think i maybe had one or two pro scouts my junior year like in high school you're not really too many pro scouts aren't really coming around your high school games until your senior year honestly i don't mm-hmm. for me at least i don't know maybe mm-hmm. like a little more like of a stature of a dude like <laughs> that's supposed to go in like the first round or something like maybe them but not for me. It was basically basically all senior year and like the summer and fall of like showcase ball with Evo mm-hmm. Show. Like most of that started. That's awesome. Oh, hey, I mean, you got drafted fifth fifth over, uh, fifth round uh, yeah. by the Brewers. Um, did you know they were interested in you when you were playing? Uh... Uh, like going into the draft, uh, it was it was probably going to be like the Mariners, the Cardinals, or the Brewers, or the Yankees. I'm pretty sure those were like the five like big teams. Okay. So I had a good idea and. I was I liked Milwaukee. I went up there for the pre-draft and everything. So like it was I was I was cool with it. Yeah, no, Mil- oh, yeah, Milwaukee. I was telling Nick, Milwaukee is a really good organization. They drafted a lot of good players uh, all over the organization, the big league, uh, the big team. I guess um, they're obviously probably World Series contenders, at least NL pennant contenders with the pitching staff that they have. Oh, um, sure. yeah, it's, it's stacked. Yeah. Um, so how was draft day? Um. Honestly, so stressful. I would never want to do it again. Honestly, if, I, if I'm being honest, it was, it was so stressful. Like, uh, you just like never know, and like you're like like if it's if they don't pick me here, like I might be going to school. Like, like so, it was super stressful. But like once once I heard my name called, it was I like high five my dad and like one guy mm-hmm. next, to me, and I just like kind of like lost myself for like a few minutes. Like uh, it was cool. It was super cool. Did you did you think you're gonna go that high? Uh. I honestly, no, be I, honest, you know, you can, you yeah, can I thought I was yourself up. maybe a little higher, but okay. It's all, yeah. So it happens. It's all good. Yeah, no, I mean, fifth round, you can't, you can't prove them wrong in the show. That's all I got. Exactly do. right, man. Exactly right. Fifth round's nothing to, you know, be ashamed of, you know, fifth round, <laughs> that's, that's a high draft pick right there. Um, so where were you? Uh, did you have like a watch party for the draft? How was that? All? Uh, was yeah. For the first day of the draft, like, like I, like I was saying, like, I thought I would go a little higher. So the first day is only like the first two rounds or three yeah. rounds or like the first two and then like the competitive balance rounds mm-hmm. so that first night i had like my closest friends over at my house like two or three of my buddies and then my parents and like brother like just in case i did get picked like but yeah, i wasn't really it wasn't like a shoe in but then like early the second day like i even had an exam that day like that the principal <laughs> moved back and uh like i was at a sports bar like it was called i forget the name of it it's not even the same place anymore but we were like a bunch of my friends and family and like some of my teachers stopped by and that, and I got when I got picked that day. So it was just a little sports bar right across the street from my high school. Dude, that's, a, that's legit. Uh, so uh, 
you know, true circle. Did did you cry a little bit? You know, was there a tear when you got drafted? Oh, like, what was the emotions like? Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. No shame. I pops and and the guy next to him and walked out of the room and I was just like, whoa! And I hit my, I like had to put my hands on my knees. I was, yeah, I cried a little bit. Yeah, I don't blame you, man. I mean, you're, I'm sure your parents did too. That's a that's yeah. a big thing, right? So so how was that conversation then? How how did you break the news to you know you, the university that you were you know gonna uh, say no? See, so it was Coach Gaff at like when I had committed, but he was uh-huh. he was like on his way out, and Coach Hood, the assistant. He was like the assistant head coach. He wasn't even like just the assistant at the time. He was like the assistant head. And uh, he actually texted me, Coach Hood, and was like, hey, man, like, congratulations. Like, if you're ever in Wilmington, like, let us yeah. know. But, like, like you can work out and do whatever you need to do here. So, like, it kind of really wasn't even like a hard task. Like, they they kind of knew, I guess, in a sense. Was I didn't there... say anything. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they reached out to you. And yeah, was yeah. There... yeah, obviously talked to and like, they knew. But, like, his text. Yeah. Like originally was basically like yeah congrats but you know <laughs> dang okay so uh what was there was there a round that you would get picked that you if there was was there a certain round that you're thinking to yourself if this is the round that i'm getting picked in i'm just gonna say no and go to college instead uh not necessarily a round but more like a dollar figure i would say yeah. like, you got to be able to like live your life and right. support, not be like stressed out and stuff so like yeah basically a dollar figure i wouldn't say a round Okay. And that, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the minor leagues in a second, but like, I mean, so you, you were draft or you were signed or drafted when you're 18 and you yep. also got, you know, you got a decent amount of money. Was your dad yep. like, Hey, let's, let's, you know, chill out. You're 18. Like don't do anything crazy. No, for sure. For sure. Like I, I got a financial advisor right away. And like that I, once I got like, once I put my check in my bank account, uh, it, they took it right out basically the whole thing. So yeah, so I never really even got to toy around <laughs> too much. Uh, so, what, what was the biggest thing you bought? Like, I mean, you got to buy something, you know. Um, probably my truck, and I, I like I bought this gold chain in cash. Okay. Grocery store, it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, but my my truck definitely. But I didn't. They, I still didn't even pay that off. My parents were like, just put a little bit down, and then we'll like pay bills, so like yeah. you can get it and all that. So they they awesome. were helping me out on all the financial side. So I wasn't. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, for, it's that's important because I mean, you know, eighteen years old, you know, that's yeah, it's, uh, you know, like you know, it's, it's hard to adjust. What was the biggest adjustment then from high school to the minors? Um, because I mean, you're probably one of the younger guys in the oh, for sure. I've, rookie I, league. Every level I've played at, still to this day, I've been, if not the youngest, one of the one of the youngest kids on the team for sure, and like way below the league average so far, which is a good thing. So yeah, um, but. I, I don't know. I wouldn't really call it too big of an adjustment. Maybe the game just speeds up a little bit and you can't miss as much, but mm-hmm. like it's it's the same game just a little faster honestly. Like well the talent too. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, yeah, you're not really facing some kids that you can just oh, I throw 95, so let me just throw it right down the middle and you won't you don't stand a chance. So yeah. But besides all like just you obviously there is adjustments like you can't miss and you can't throw stuff down the middle. But for me, mm-hmm. I don't think it was like too much crazy. Kind of just like maturing, like probably off the field and like maybe like just like learning how to like roll with like the roller coaster of like how you're not gonna do mm-hmm. good every time mm-hmm. like you step on the field. Like in high school, yeah, like I go out there and it's these kids are I'm way they're way overmatched. So like, yeah. it's not that like too big of a task. But now like you're playing with kids like with your talent. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, you, you got to be able to deal with sucking and doing good and 
not get too high and not get too low on either one of those. So that'd probably be the biggest adjustment, I'd say. That's for, that's the stuff. Uh, at any point, did you ever think to yourself, man, I wish I went to college? <laughs> um, not really, honestly. Yeah. I everybody, all my buddies, they're they're oh, dude, schoolwork sucks. Like, like I, I'm straight from practice to doing a ten-page paper. Like, I I'm straight from practice to playing some Fortnite or like. Yeah. Hanging out, doing whatever I want. That's so. that's true. That's true. Living the life. I mean, you're, uh, uh, Nick was doing what his his senior year in a, in a, while yeah, riding the bus when he was drafted. Um, when he got moved up to Appleton, a little bit. He was in he was in Rocky Mountain for a little bit, mm-hmm. like rookie advanced, and then they moved him up to Appleton. So I was with him for a little bit of his senior year of school slash pro baseball. So <laughs> I saw him grinding it out on the bus in the locker room, all that. So. Kudos to him. I couldn't do that. No, I I wouldn't be able to do that either. I'd be like, forget school, you know. I mean, I'll wait till I graduate or when I finish playing ball. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When you're the minors, it's a grind, right? You're going from and depending on your league too. There's long bus rides and all that. What What were some of the worst cities that you traveled to um, that you think now you're like, I'm never going back there again? Um. Definitely in like 2019 with Low A Appleton or with the Timber Rattlers, there were some cities that they're now like when they did the like revamp of the yeah. mind, that they're they're gone now <laughs> there's definitely some cities like like burlington iowa i would say i like, heard that one a lot yeah yeah that, that baseball stadium was subpar probably beloit wisconsin honestly but that's what the, i hear i hear like their, the, their uh... stadium is, is pretty good but i got hurt on their old field like my foot uh i got bad juju there i guess i don't know man but but Beloit, I mean, it's not that bad of a town now that the new stadium is there. Mm-hmm. You can actually see the like downtown part of it and like what it is. But before, like we, it's playing. You're playing at that field in like a random like neighborhood. <laughs> like you stay like on some like random like right off some random exit. So like you're not seeing like actual Beloit, Wisconsin. So mm-hmm. maybe not even Beloit, Wisconsin. Now that we played at the new stadium, but definitely in 2019 with the old stadium and what we saw of it when we were there, I wouldn't go back. But I'd maybe. If I had to, I'd go back now. Yeah, um, um, I heard the I heard the locker rooms there were like dirt, or it wasn't yeah. even like. Yeah, they are. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it, not great at all. The shower is not great. Not a good place to shower. Not you don't feel Dang. clean out of there. <laughs> That's wild. Oh, they got a new. I haven't seen the new stadium yet. I've been to the old one. The new stadium is sick though. The, okay. Got like the whole nine yards in there, like a little iPad that controls like the speakers in there, and Dang. oh, it's a nice place. That's what's up. Okay, what about some cities that you really enjoy? Like, what was maybe one of your most favorite cities to visit? Um, probably like Davenport, Iowa. We always have a good time there. Quad cities, like the Riverbend. Mm-hmm. That's a good, good little city. Um, we went to South Bend, Indiana, uh, where Notre Dame is mm-hmm. last last year. That was pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Not not too <laughs> many Midwest cities are too big, and yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm more of like. I like Phoenix. Phoenix is a cool spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Phoenix is a little bit different than Beloit, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah really, I've been there. Not 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 much to do there. So very smaller. It's one of the I mean that's the Midwest for you right there. Yeah. Um so in, in while you're in the minors, right? I was talking to Nick about this. I talked about this a lot. I asked this question a lot. Um the, the fans, especially in Beloit, they're like right on you, like yeah. in all these little stadiums. Mm-hmm. Um have you ever had any weird fan interactions? Um not not really weird yet, but like some, some they get they get after you pretty good. But I mean, it's all fun and games to me. Yeah, I, I think it's funny. I like it. I, I'm what do they what do they say? What are some of the good ones? 
like so with covid like we've all had to be bad boys the pitchers and like you'll be running off and they'll just be like making fun of you being a bad boy and stuff but like you're you're literally like a professional baseball player yeah, yeah. Like, you're just like yeah like i'm getting paid to do this you're you paid to be here but right. <laughs> obviously don't say anything but like it, it i don't i don't know i try not to listen to it too much honestly just how how hard is it to not like trip back at them though because i mean i for me like i i would find it so yeah, hard if they... yeah honestly especially being like a younger guy like not not the most mature person in the world right. so like When your business is starting its championship run, nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team. With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through March 31st. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applicants that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. No matter how the last game went, anytime you take the field, you got a shot at greatness. Give your team the best shot at winning by recruiting more MVPs with Indeed. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You definitely have to bite my tongue sometimes. Just be like, oh, you're better. It's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah, crazy. It's pretty tough sometimes, but not all the time. Well, I mean, you know, you got you got a lot of experience uh, to go still, and I'm sure, you'll get, I'm sure you'll get them. And I would say that the tougher when it is tougher it kind of is based on your performance as well too so true if you're pitching good and someone's saying something stupid you're like oh, whatever but, but like if you're if you're sucking it up you're like ah. yeah, yeah 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 you gotta bite your tongue a little bit and i bet that's hard so 2020 you you missed out 2020 what did you do during that covid year um so there was a college wood bat team in my like in my hometown like okay stadiums 10 minutes from my house and I would I would basically go up there and like throw in and everything with them, throw bullpens. And then when they would play like non conference games, like didn't matter. Like the Brewers actually let me throw a couple games. So I threw like three games actually that summer. Not like too many innings, probably like two or three innings a piece, maybe. But I got a little competition in, but it, not much. And then besides that, just working out and throwing, trying to gain weight. Doesn't really work yet, but We'll get there one day. How, how much do you weigh? Like you, you look like uh, a thin... I'm about a buck seventy-five on me right now. Eighty-one, <laughs> but fluctuates like one seventy, one seventy. Yeah. There. So did did the Brewers give you like like strict like instructions during that COVID year, like what you could do, what you couldn't do? Are they pretty much just like whatever? You know, we'll see you in a year from now. Um, I wouldn't say they were like whatever or they they weren't really super strict on like rules like they definitely wanted to like they definitely checked in all the time like we would do like whatever team that you would have been at that year mm-hmm. it would be like monthly or every two weeks like zoom calls just talking everybody getting together whatever like talk about some important stuff but mm-hmm. basically just messing around talking with the boys yeah 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 did you like send them videos of you uh, throwing yeah. and stuff yeah oh. and we would also send in some videos and whatnot like maybe even a facetime if, if, mm-hmm. if they had some time for like a bullpen session or something so i mean they definitely checked in all the time but they weren't really strict i would say that's cool that's cool um so 
one year in Appleton, how did you like playing there? Because you went from 2019 low A, no, uh, yeah, yep. low A, and now it's high A. So you didn't even have to move spots. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't the happiest about that, honestly, because I, I wanted to play in, in Carolina just because it's I'm from Carolina. I live two hours oh, from the stadium. Sure. Like would have been pretty cool, like some friends and family, and everybody could have got out to a game or so. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I like Appleton. I like Maddie. Like now he's in the big leagues, but mm-hmm. um, like I had Jim Henderson as a pitching coach the first year, and then Burgos, which was my AZL pitching coach, my first like official pro ball stuff mm-hmm. in 2021. So uh, like all the pitching coaches were good. All the manager was good the whole time. The fans are cool. The stadium's sick. We had like. Uh, Dan and Barb Carpenter, our host family up there. They're they're the people. They're they're the coolest oh, yeah. in the world. I love them to death, honestly. I, I'll stay in contact with them for a long time, for sure. Yeah, they made Appleton like super super cool. They what do they do? They they're just like basically your mom and dad. Like you, yeah, you pay them a little bit of money every month. Not not a lot at all. Like very reasonable to be mm-hmm. a minor leaguer and like you're living in their house and everything and like that and they she'll text you when she's going to the grocery store like just like she would her kid and say hey yeah. i'm going to the grocery store like what do you need do you want anything like every sunday we they take us to dinner like the whole family kids and all like they're just really good people so that's what's um, up good for them good for them two pro ball seasons super good yeah um, how many how many people live in like with one uh, host family? Is it just you, or do you have a couple like um, me, me, Bennett, and uh, Kakai Rios actually live there. He's he got taken by the Dodgers in the Rule Five this year, but and I they they both had a bedroom upstairs, and then I had a bedroom in like the entire basement to myself. So like we all had our own spaces, and it was so three of us. But it just depends yeah. on however their houses or set up, whatever they're willing. Yeah. yeah. Does every does every um. Like every player in that, in Appleton, did they have a host family, or some people just you know they can find where they want to live? Because in, well, in twenty nineteen, everybody had a host family because it was Loe. So like in Loe, they like provide you a host family, like get you mm-hmm. set up with it because you're like a younger minor leaguer. But technically in High A, you're like supposed to get your own housing. But being that we were there in Loe in twenty nineteen, like we already knew them, mm-hmm. so we just got kind of hooked up. But most people were in like apartments or a few of us had host families, but not too many. Yeah. Cause I know like, I mean, we hear stories, the horror stories of the minor leagues when you're just like uh, four or five or six, seven guys in like a two bedroom apartment and living in yep. like a stone sleeping on the kit in the kitchen on a blow up mattress and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, we, so you had it pretty good then. Yeah. I ha- I've had it really good so far in the minor leagues. So, but I- I've had a few guys that had to like sleep on like the pull out couch or something on my team, like on like in other places or like mm-hmm. apartments or whatnot. But, nothing too crazy crazy going on with the brewers so far so how in appleton like what's your go-to spot like what do, what do you like is there a spot you like to eat when you're uh um i don't know the exact name of it but it's called like a <laughs> supper club they have up there i'm sure you're familiar with it you're, you're, the dinner clubs or what are they called up there you're honestly I'm, I'm i'm like an hour and 45 minutes away from appleton so uh, I, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but they took us there all the time, and they they had like really good steaks. I, okay, I just, it's, it's something supper club, dinner club. I don't, I'm not 100 percent sure, but that place was pretty good. And then yeah, that's about it. Uh, <laughs> not not anything really to go to, but yeah, like we we would go to Buffalo Wild Wings a lot. I would say one I of bet. the it open late in the Midwest. That was a big problem. That's one. That's a big con for the Midwest. Everything. 
like oh, not yes yes everything yes. closed so early I'm, we're getting out of the stadium at like 10 30 and like sometimes you got to get some food and yeah nothing Dude, so i'm from i'm from california san francisco bay area like i'm okay. everything's open really late yeah um, i moved to wisconsin like six years ago in my town so i went from like the biggest city area in the one of the biggest cities in the country yeah. to like a town of three thousand people Oh. And all of our all of our diners they close like at one in the afternoon, except yeah, Fridays because they have fish fries. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't get it at all. It's like they don't want business. <laughs> like a lot of people eat late. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? I mean, I have to go <laughs> to Madison or something or other towns if I want to, or bigger cities if I want to eat. Yeah, college town. I, yeah, I'm, I'd assume they'd be open later on there. Yeah, yeah, they are. Have you have you made it out to Madison or, or not? Never, never. I've wanted to a few times, but never made it out there. Say that again. I said I've heard it's a great time though. Yeah, yeah, no, Madison's awesome. Madison's awesome. Have you been to Milwaukee? Uh, watched the big team? I don't know. I was never really for like, uh, like nightlife things or anything like that. But yeah. I've been, um, I've been to a couple Brewers games like during 2019 on off days, mm-hmm. and then um, for the pre-draft before the draft, I went up yeah. there. So, um, like I said, the the Brewers have 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 the the minor league system of the Brewers is pretty stacked. Is there anyone like in in Appleton when they're doing batting practice that just absolutely puts on a show that you're even yours like wow, like that's that's oh, incredible yeah, power. Put on a show on BP for sure. Like Thomas Dillard, he can he can he can whack a ball good ways. Uh, like Joe Gregg, he he can he can get on a ball good. Uh, Garrett Mitchell, he he can get on a ball pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, we had a, we had a few guys on our team that could they could poke a ball pretty pretty long ways. Joey Weimer, he uh he was yeah, uh that didn't even pop up. Yeah, Weimer puts on an absolute show, probably the best one. I just didn't think about it. Yeah. But yeah, Weimer's BP is a show. Even in the fall league team, like those kids even were like, "Wow, this is crazy." And those those are some of the best minor leaguers in yeah. the game. So if they're how, saying, how... go ahead. I, just saying if they're saying that it, it must be a, a pretty good bp show yeah that's what i mean i can imagine um how was the arizona fault league because i mean it's you know you that, that was, that was cool that was one that was probably one of my favorite baseball experiences like in my career so far like just being in like that atmosphere with like those type of players it, like it, it makes you feel like a better baseball player honestly yeah. and like you want to play up to that ability like that level as well and like we're wearing all the big league uniforms and like mm-hmm. all fitted to you and everything like that and all sorts of cool gear and stuff like that. So like it was that was sick. It was one of my favorite baseball memories or experiences so far for sure. That's awesome. And you were you're uh uh you is it Uribe or Uribe? Yep, yep, Abner Uribe. Yep. Yeah. That guy throws a hundred over a hundred miles an hour. How is it just watching him throw gas? Oh that's Incredible. that's pretty cool too. He just got to Phoenix today actually. So he, he okay. The start of our podcast he messaged me on instagram I, he put up a story he was in phoenix i was like yes sir and then he sent me a voice message but i'll have to check it out after the podcast but yeah he's in what town. you have to do you got to have him come on the pod i mean nick nick recruited you so i need i need you to get me uh abner you got, you got good spanish in you uh uh see man i was actually talking to someone else and they're like well i don't my spanish my spanish is bad like my dad's born in puerto rico Okay. Uh, my mom's Mexican. So, like, you would think I'd speak Spanish. And, like, my sisters do. My older sisters do. Or my older sister does. They probably um, took time and sat down and learned and <laughs> everything. Yeah. Well, it is. Is uh, When we, I was younger, like, we lived, we went to, my grand, my great-grandma lived with us. So, we only spoke Spanish in our house for, like, for my first four or five years. And then I went to uh, school, and it was English-speaking. So, like, we never yeah. spoke Spanish at all. Yeah. And it literally just 
like I lost it. Like there's yeah. videos of me when I was younger speaking Spanish, but now it's like, mm. <laughs> yeah, Uribe, Uribe is English. It's, 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 it's okay. It's not bad. He's getting there, but uh, oh, he practiced me. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll send him a, I'll send him a message. Tell yeah. him uh, that uh, he needs to come on the pod. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get a, we'll get a two person pod, a little translator. Uribe. Yeah. Very funny yeah. guy. He would be a great podcast, honestly. Yeah, you know who seems like an awesome guy? You're talking about Dillard. Like he just seems Dillard. like a dude who just like gets after it. Yeah, Dillard Dillard's a cool guy. He 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 can he gets after it on the baseball field for sure. But he, he's a big he's a big chiller outside of baseball. Just likes to hang out, not not do too much. But so what do you do when you're not playing? So you know you mentioned uh, video games. Um do you or do you golf? Uh yeah, I golf sometimes with Bennett. I'm not the best golfer in the world, honestly. I pre- I suck pretty bad. But I've never I, I've never golfed, man. It's fun out there on the course for sure. Um, but I don't play as much golf as Bennett at all. Not even anywhere close to as much much golf as Bennett. But he's always on the golf course. Yeah, he's always on the golf course. I, I play video games, hang out, watch, watch a TV show, maybe. I, yeah, who's better at video games, you or Bennett? Uh, depends on which game you're talking about, honestly. <laughs> depends i don't know he he's been tearing me up pretty good and madden lately so uh, right. he, he he i could say he's better right now i guess that's what's up that's what's up so uh what kind of what kind of music do you listen to like what's your uh go-to music a little bit of everything honestly but um like for the majority i don't like i don't know even what the genre would be like like Maybe like dance or something. The genre would be I don't know. Like Kygo, do you know who that is? Like yeah, Ky- yeah. Like Quinn XI, like that type of music. Like a okay. little chill, good beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that's what's yeah. up. But I, I listen to some country. Listen to some rap. Well, I mean, you're from you're from North Carolina. I mean, I feel like yeah. I figured country yeah, was. Just... I drive a big old lifted truck too. So I got that's what I'm mix. saying. You got the truck. You kind of got I, a little I, accent I, going. I gotta mix in some country music. Yeah, definitely yeah. Do that. Yeah, dude, I never, I don't think I ever heard any country song until I moved to Wisconsin. Yeah, you're probably not from the Bay Area. Not, oh, no, if I'm not from the Bay, we had like uh, E-40, uh, G-Eazy, you know, all the uh, the Bay Area guys. But now uh, now I'm here in the Midwest where it's, you know, a little bit of everything here. Yeah, there's a little bit of everything in the Midwest. Yeah, so what, what did you do uh, for fun in North Carolina before we hop off here? Um, North Carolina, I... Are you super? Are you super uh, country? Like you know, you're out there hunting, and we would we would probably we're probably more of like a lake lake type of people okay. from. Uh, it's not too country where I'm at, I would say, but definitely definitely on the lake a lot for sure. Like wake surfing, wakeboarding. I'm really big okay. into all like that, like water sports stuff. But being baseball player, it's kind of tough to do all that because you're only home for like maybe two or three weeks when you can still use the lake until it gets kind of cold. Yeah. So, um, like some bonfires, maybe that's kind of country, I guess. Maybe having some. See, bonfires. I just assumed everybody from like North Carolina was country. Growing up in California, where I'm like, okay, anything after like, uh, I don't know, like the Dakotas is just country. Like everything, that's kind of how. I, yeah, <laughs> that's how my brain thinks. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll drive country. I mean, I do like to shoot guns a lot. Me and my me and my dad and brother do that a lot for fun. So I guess that would be our country thing we do for sure, right there. Uh, you you hunt or no? Uh, never hunted in my life, but just go to like the range or like a. I, I like an outdoor range where I can mm-hmm. like, like my dad has this big AR with like a scope on it and stuff, nice. and shoot a little farther. Like I like that. That's fun. I like that. 
Yeah, actually, uh, I my uh, my brother in law came for Christmas and he brought his AR, but uh, there's okay. no ammo. We couldn't find any ammo, so we didn't oh, shoot it. We ended up just tough to find nowadays. Super tough to find. It's very hard. It's very hard yeah. to find. Okay, so what what are, what are we expecting from you, Brewer fans? What can we expect from you, Justin, in 2022? Or what what are you trying to do? What are, what's your uh, goals for this year? Uh, definitely start in Double A and d- don't finish there for sure. Yeah, finish. Hopefully in Nashville. I don't know. Nashville. There yeah. you go. Maybe not even Nashville. I don't know. Maybe go stupid. Finish in the big Yeah. Oh, hey, I mean, but, you got to let me. Okay. If you go to the majors, you got to let me know so I could be there for your debut. You know, friend of the podcast now. I got to be. I got to be there, man. 100%. But yeah. Hopefully, hopefully pitch a lot better than I did last year. I dealt with some injuries and stuff last it year. Happens. Arm problems. Just like a little. I got hit by a couple comebackers. Like one in my like pitching finger, like hand right here. <laughs> But uh, I was in a boot for like six weeks, and jeez, I progressed out of that for a few weeks too. So I'm, I missed some time, and definitely didn't pitch to like as best as I could. I don't think, mm-hmm. but at least I hope not. Yeah, but definitely pitch a lot better than last year, and don't finish where I started again. I didn't like that. Finish starting in high and finishing in high. I try to yeah. make progression every year. I hear that. I hear that. Well, hey, if you start in high A, I'll be there to watch you because uh. I got a couple guys on there who've been in the pod. Uh, Brandon Kennard, um, who else? Um, Anton Kelly. They yep. he's from, he might be in. Well, he might be in double. We'll see where he starts. Yeah, Anton's got a shot at double for sure. Yeah, but he's he's been on the pod. Um, yeah, man. Like if you if you do start here in Appleton, I'll try to come 100%. out and watch you pitch, man. But uh, hopefully, it's double A, bro. I hope so. Me too. I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, well, Justin, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast, man. It's an honor okay. talking to you. I'm glad uh, Nick was able to kind of get this here. Like I said, I got to get. Uh, abner on or maybe dillard if you can if you can get dillard on that'd be sweet i mean i feel like he'd be super chill to talk to but uh yeah yeah man uh me and me and, me and benny are pretty tight with old dilly so we'll see what we can do on that yeah and i told benny i said hey man, let's let's, let's squat up sometime you know i play some i, I play little video games here and there you know oh for sure 100 percent, 100 yeah i i'm every night dude i'm, I'm here I'm grinding. for a good squad of some some cod Warzone, or, or Fortnite. yeah 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 dude i just i just did Warzone. I just did Warzone last night. I did Fortnite a couple nights ago. Yeah, man, I'm always I'm always grinding in the you know the yeah. make believe battles. <laughs> Something's got to keep all the time around here. You can't just do nothing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, Justin, you have a great rest of your night, man. I appreciate you coming, yeah, on, brother. You. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.